Hey everyone, we are back with another episode of Mama's Mission and today we're going to be unpacking how to get our other half on board with discipleship because usually you might find one person is more keen than the other and it's coming up a lot in forums where we have lots of dads who usually aren't that on board and mums are. So in today's episode, I've got a few tips on how to get your significant other on the same page as you, I suppose, with discipling your kids. So if that's something that sounds interesting to you, stay tuned. Hey there, you're listening to Mama's Mission, a podcast that unpacks the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with the Lord while doing all we do in this crazy thing we call mamahood. So if you're looking for a place to get inspired about discipling your kids, get some actual tools to do so, and to make your journey as a mama that little bit simpler, you've come to the right place. I'm Deb and I can't wait to journey with you as we unpack our missions as mamas together. Hey mama, I have a whole bunch of notes and let me just share something with you. I probably should have been a doctor because my handwriting is atrocious. So I'm going to be trying to read my notes at the same time as talk to you about how to get your significant other on board with discipling your kids. We're going to take it from the perspective from a mama's perspective, obviously, mama's mission. So we're talking about our husbands and how to get them on board with discipling our kids. I'll share my general story or our general story quickly, and then I'll get into a few tips. I've got a handful on what you can do to help get your husband on board with it. So let's crack into it. Or I need another saying because I keep saying let's crack into it. Let's get into it. Yeah, maybe that's better. Anyway. (laughs) Okay, our story goes somewhat like this. We have both grown up, my husband and I have both grown up in a Christian household. So we know you know what to do and we both really didn't see it modeled a whole lot with this discipleship of children if that makes sense but as we got married and we grew together my faith kind of took off a little bit and I got more involved in having quiet time and things like that and I was getting a bit frustrated because I felt like I was walking ahead of my husband if that makes sense spiritually so I wanted him to be the spiritual head of the home but I really he wasn't matching up to me but that's anyway that's a story for another day we got through that and we had children or we had our daughter and I was given an epiphany I suppose from the Lord that discipleship is my calling and I really wanted to get passionate like I got passionate about discipling our daughter and unfortunately obviously because I was given this calling if you want to put it that way from the Lord didn't necessarily mean my husband was given that calling so here I am thinking we need to get involved with our daughter you know we need to have a quiet time a devotional time read the Bible blah 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 all this stuff And my poor husband was so overwhelmed. And unfortunately, I'm a bit of a control freak at times. And I was criticizing him. 
of his time or lack of quiet time with the Lord. And I'm all about on Mama's Mission preaching, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I had a full cup, so I was quite keen to impart that to our daughter, but unfortunately not necessarily the case for my husband. So anyway, instead of nagging, although let's be real, (laughs) I totally nagged. I totally tried to control the situation and get him involved and criticized him and it it just wasn't, wasn't healthy at all. It wasn't good for doing that in front of our daughter at times. And yeah, I just had such high expectations of what I thought a great family devotional time looked like. And unfortunately, my husband just wasn't that interested in leading it. So I eventually, it does take me quite some time, but I eventually grew the brains to actually just hand it over to the Lord and pray about it and take it actually slowly because I don't know I think we're just our own worst enemies at times and we look at Pinterest or YouTube or whatever, we see this perfect family, father leading the devotional and we build up these expectations in our head and when we sit down to do it as a family and it doesn't pan out that way, we just get frustrated. So it's like it's an all or nothing mentality. So with the Lord's help, we just started to really pair it back and we just made it a lot more simple and I've got a few tips that I want to throw your way to help get your husband on board because even though my husband is a lot better with his in his walk you know he spends time with the Lord quiet time he's a lot more involved with our family devotional time and things like that I've had to work through a few things he's had to as well. So I hope that from our story or our brief journey, this is six years now, our daughter's six, and we're about to embark on having a newborn join our circle of three or a family of three. It's going to become a family of four soon. So we really want to nail this, I suppose, and get it firmer in mind and I really really wanted my husband as I'm sure you guys do involved in this process I didn't want them to just see mum leading the way because I think it's really important for dad to step up so even though at times he leads our devotionals I also do too so we just that was one thing I think that we worked on just being a little bit more flexible But anyway, I'm going to throw out a few tips to you, not in any particular order, on how I actually got my other half on board with discipleship. So obviously I prayed about it and handed it to the Lord and I asked him to take it, take over, you know, me controlling the situation or trying to control the situation was getting us nowhere fast and probably creating more problems, you know. As soon as I would mention opening the Bible with our daughter, you know, the eyes started rolling and it it just got ugly. So handing it over to the Lord first and foremost is a great suggestion. Pray about it. Ask him to help you out on how to approach it with your other half. That leads me to the next tip and that's in private. This is really important in private. I just had a wee chat with my husband about what was on my heart and that was discipling our daughter and what that looked like to me and what my expectations were so that 
he wasn't thrown a curveball at any time. We discussed what his reservations were or my reservations were, our thoughts, etc. So really that kind of discussion, it was a discussion where I just shared with him my heart. I shared with him that it's important that we did it together with our daughter. I didn't want her just seeing a strong woman of faith. I wanted her to see a strong man of faith because what she sees modeled in her dad is something that I wanted her to aspire to gain in a husband in the future. So we discussed those things. I asked him what was holding him back from getting involved and a lot of it was my fault. (laughs) So I had to apologize for, you know, words that I'd spoken over him and to just back off really and to just let it be a more natural thing instead of just being controlling I think that's really what it came down to so we discussed those things and we discussed what a perfect you know that's not reality but what a a really good devotional time or quiet time as a family would look like and what elements we wanted to include in that so did we want music did we want to read the bible things like that and it was really cool because my husband you know, he started to have a say, not a say because he had always had a say, but he started to get a bit more involved in selecting the texts that we were going to read and things like that. And I think that really helped. Another, so we've highlighted why it's important and we just had that brief discussion. Make sure, I think this is a no-brainer obviously, but make sure just like with kids that you pick a good time to have that chat. So obviously our daughter was in bed at the time, I think. we I wanted distraction-free. I asked him to put, put his phone down and I put my phone down. I made sure that he had been fed and he wasn't tired or grumpy. Those kind of things because they all impact on our discussions and I kind of wanted to keep it real level and if you're wise I don't know if I did this but if you're very wise you would probably pray prior to having this discussion just so that your husband can hear your heart and you can communicate things effectively because unfortunately in our marriage communication is not our forte so I need all the help I can get (laughs) so maybe pray about it before you have that kind of discussion. I think it's really important that after we had had that chit chat together and we had laid out the expectations, it kind of just progressed naturally, but we just decided to make it a little bit simpler. Instead of having a, what the word that comes to mind is run sheet, like with the church, you know how we have a run sheet of we need to do four songs, two praise and worship, a two praise, two worship a five minute, you know, story or whatever. It wasn't like that. We just decided to make it really simple. And, you know, it was me after a bit, I was like, you know what, let's just read something and let's pray. And that's it. It doesn't have to be every night of the week. That's what we're going to do to start with. And as a result, of keeping it quite simple. My husband found these books at a bookstore and it was really cool. They're illustrated books. 
I'll link them in the description below. And they had an Old Testament and a New Testament. And we looked at it and we thought, oh, yeah, the length of those stories are pretty decent. You know, not too intense. They're beautiful pictures, generate a bit of discussion. And so we bought those books and that kind of kicked us off really into the more getting into the nitty gritty where we started questioning our daughter a bit more about what we had read. And it was really cool because what we started doing is I would read a story, we'd pray, you know, a lot. I would lead it. And then at times I would just say to my husband, okay, well, I read the story yesterday or last time. Do you want to read it tonight? And sometimes he was really wasted after a day of work and he would say, I'm sorry, I'm just quite tired. And that was fine, you know, instead of making a huge deal of it, I was just like, okay, cool, no worries. As long as he was present, he was with us and got involved in some way. Other times he was quite keen to read for multiple times in a row. And I love watching him cuddling up with our daughter and just reading through God's word together. It was so special. So that links to another tip that I have. And what I usually do is we don't have a set night for quiet times or devotionals as a family. Sometimes life gets hectic and we can do nothing for like a week. Other times we've got quiet, like we can manage to fit something in like each night of the week. It varies. This works for our family at this time because, hey, sometimes after school in the evenings we've got things on and we can't fit it in. Other times we can fit it in. So when we do actually have the time, I'll usually prep my husband, maybe when he gets home from work or after he's settled down, I'll just say, okay, well, we'll go and have some dinner and then Kenzie, our daughter, you can jump in the shower and then we'll have a bit of Bible time together, eh? And it's a good way to just prepare him instead of him just sitting thinking, okay, dinner's over, she, she showered. I don't really need to do anything or, you know, we don't need to worry about anything or we've got nothing on. It is good. My husband in particular is a man who kind of likes to be prepared and he likes to know in advance that that was an expectation I had. For example, sometimes with daylight saving, we go for walks in the evening and it's a great way to tire our daughter out even more before bedtime. But it's something that we share in advance. So, for example, if he would like to go for a walk after dinner, he can say, you know, I'd really love to go for a walk after dinner. Cool. He's made that expectation. I know that, you know, I want to have dinner done by this time so that we're not walking in the dark or anything like that. So I think it's really cool to put that expectation out there. The last tip I have is ask for his input. I started it by reading the word and you know we started asking questions and then I got him involved with reading the word and then he asked questions we pray together he prays our daughter prays I pray we've started doing catechisms now and he loves getting involved in that I'll usually ask the question and him and my daughter will try to answer the catechism and it's really cool they kind of make a a game show out of it and it's more of a challenge which really floats her boat really does things for her and it's cool to get a cool way for him to get involved and there are some times where just randomly he'll just say 
you know, things are going on at the time in life and he'll just say, can we just turn on some praise and worship music and can we just have like a session where we do some praise and worship together? It's cool, it's more natural and it flows. It doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes I'm the one that instigates that or our daughter, you know, she'll want to listen to a song that we've been learning at church that kind of thing, you know, you just make it a bit more natural. So I guess to summarize how I actually managed to get my husband more on board with discipling our daughter would be, okay, as we've already established, I'm a control freak. So just easing up, relaxing a little bit, lowering my expectations as such, and not comparing them to anyone else's, and actually just going to God and saying, hey, I don't want to carry this like I don't want to be the one who is the spiritual head of our home I want some help in this can you give me the right words to actually communicate to my husband that I want his help in this and the great thing about a lot of husbands is that they love us they do love us and at the end of the day even if it's not something that they're like oh my gosh Family devotional times, like my favorite thing in the world. They will do these things because they care about us. I have friends and when they first got together, one one friend was a believer, the, the girl was a believer, but the boy, the guy wasn't. And initially she was quite involved in the church and he just, he was not interested in converting to Christianity at all. And the cool thing is that he just got involved in church using the skill sets that he had because he just wanted to be around his girlfriend. And that led him to coming to the Lord. He just saw what it was all about. But he was so interested in just hanging out with her at church. Didn't believe a word of what he was hearing, but he just wanted to be around her and to make her happy. And I think that's what our husbands want. They want to ultimately they love us and they want to make us happy and if you can communicate to your other half that this would actually you know really fill your cup or means a lot to them or a lot to you sorry I think you would find in a lot of cases that your husbands will turn the corner as such so yeah going back to what I was saying ease back on expectations just keep it simple Give it to the Lord in no particular order there. But yeah, that's what has really worked for us. I hope that you've been blessed in some way from hearing this. I would love to hear anything that you would like me to talk about, discipleship, mamahood or whatever. I would love to hear from you. So I am keen to help you out in any way that you want me to. Thank you so much for listening and I pray that you have a blessed week. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys. Hey, Mama. I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.